Welcome to the weekly update where we go in-depth with a particular subject. Joining me today is Senior Workplace Relations Consultant Emma Scott. Uh, welcome Emma. Thanks. I see you brought your own clue today Emma. I have indeed and can you do the um, honours and reveal it? Sure can. Sorry for those um, playing at home um, and not able to see the screen, what have we got under the box today for today's clue? We have got a wad of cash and also Scott's hand sanitizer. Yes, that's a family owned um, sanitizer business there for me. Um, but I've got that just in case you want to touch um, that money. Now, in relation to that money, can you guess what the topic might be? It's clearly uh, based on the fact that it's money and uh, hand sanitizer, it's the wash up allowance. So close, but so wrong. Would this help? Uh, well, the money's disappeared. Um, it doesn't really help. Well, we're actually going to be doing wage theft today. So what is wage theft? So wage theft has actually been described by the government in a media release in September 2019. And really what they've done is put an umbrella term to describe different types of underpayments. Uh, and generally they really fall into two categories. One being employers that have made genuinely unintentional mistakes for for instance, due to the complexity of industrial relations systems, which have led to miscalculations and underpayments, but are rectified once identified. And then in the alternative, really, you've got employers that knowingly underpay or otherwise exploit employees. So before we proceed with the discussion of the new Victorian wage theft laws, how is wage theft currently dealt with? So the Fair Work Act actually enforces a civil penalty regime uh, when non-compliance occurs. And that's at least partially regulated by the Fair Work Ombudsman, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. So when you hear us refer to FWA, that's who we're referring to. So what, uh, what role does the FWO play? So they regulate um, the compliance for the Fair Work Act and can do um, a couple of different measures. So in terms of enforcement, they can issue a compliance notice, infringement notice or an enforceable undertaking, but they can also um, make an application to the courts for litigation. And what happens in regard to court litigation? So there's some monetary penalties, but then there's also some other actions that could occur. And what are the monetary penalties? So there's a penalty of up to uh, 12600 per contravention for an individual and 63000 per contravention for companies. Um, but there's also some higher penalties for some serious contraventions, which is up to 126000 per contravention for individuals and 630000 per contravention for companies. And what about the others? Uh, so the court can make an employer or other person pay an employee their outstanding entitlements plus interest. They can require someone to do something. So, for example, give an employee their job back or undertaking or make them undertake training or do an audit. They can also restrain someone from doing something such as an injunction or interim injunction, for example, for stop stopping discrimination against an employee or also pay an employee compensation for the loss suffered. And given the existing mechanisms under the Fair Work Act, 
Why, why the introduction of these new laws? What happened was there was some data presented by FWO that really reflected that there were some issues of wage theft and it was quite prevalent. Uh, so in 2014 to 2015, the FWO reported it had recovered more than $22.3 million for around 11,000 workers. And then also in 2017 to 2018, it recovered then an increased amount of $29.6 million for about 13,000 workers. And then also during that same period, it completed 28, around about 28,000 disputes and filed around 35 litigations to the court. So there have been some recent high profile examples of underpayments in the press? Yeah, I think that actually adds to the reasoning of why they have introduced the legislation. So how are the wage theft laws different? So unlike civil the civil penalties under the Fair Work Act, the wage theft legislation actually establishes offences as criminal offences. And when do they apply? So the Wage Theft Act doesn't come into effect until 1st of July 2021 and applies where an employer dishonestly withholds employee entitlements, falsifies employee entitlement records, and fails to keep employee entitlement records. Uh, I think one of the important things to note um, there is that dishonesty is a key word. And can you elaborate on what dishonesty, dishonestly withholding employee entitlements means in this context? So that offence uh, criminalises the conduct of an employer who dishonestly withholds entitlements, such as wages from an employee, and it also captures uh, employers that fail to undertake reasonable action when they suspect or alerted to a mistake in respect of the payment or attribution of employee entitlements. And what does the Act describe as falsifying employee entitlement records? So that offence includes producing, making or copying or altering a record that is misleading, false or deceptive. Um, what also has to happen is that the court will be required to prove that the falsification um, by the employer was done dishonestly as a means of either carrying out or covering up wage theft to obtain a financial advantage. And lastly, what about the failure to keep employee entitlements offence? So the Act defines fail to keep to include not making a record and to destroy a record, deface or conceal a record. Uh, that with the failure to keep records, it must be accompanied by an intention to gain, again, a financial advantage or prevent a financial advantage from being exposed. Uh, what it does is it also stipulates that the existence of a corporate culture that directs, encourages or toler tolerates the relevant conduct will also amount to implicit authorisation attributable to the relevant body corporate director or officer. You mentioned earlier dishonesty was a key word. Why is that? Uh, so it's key because employers who make honest mistakes or who exercise due diligence in paying wages and other employee entitlements won't be subject to the new legislation. The introduction of the criminal uh, penalties isn't really designed to capture employers who have um, made inadvertent mistakes. So what is the test uh, for being dishonest? So dishonest is an objective test assessed according to the standards of a reasonable person. And why was the test made to be objective versus subjective, like usual criminal offences? So it's been tailored to ensure it captures, captures employers who claim deliberate withholding of entitlements were just a mistake when there is substantial evidence indicating that the employer did know or should have known what the correct legal entitlement was. Okay. So what criminal penalties actually apply in those circumstances? Uh, so we've got them up on screen. So there can be fines for up to 
198,264 for individuals. For companies, fines of up to 991,320 uh, for companies. And then also there could be up to 10 years jail time. So it's substantially higher than the uh, those under the Fair Work Act. Yes, and then obviously jail time. Mm. So how will the offences be policed? Uh, so there's going to be a new statutory authority uh, called the Wage Inspectorate of Victoria. And what powers will the Wage Inspect Inspectorate of Victoria hold? So what they will do is have strong powers that include the right to enter premises, um, to obtain information, seize evidence, apply for, apply for and execute search warrants, and also then obviously prosecute prosecute wage theft offences. What is the intended effect of imposing criminal sanctions? So it's in, intended to provide regulators and the courts with more tools um, to address very serious contraventions of the Fair Work Act and send a strong and ambiguous message um, to employers that they cannot get away with exploiting vulnerable employees. And so how should employers ensure they avoid being captured by the legislation? So this can be achieved by having a robust system of record keeping, policies and procedures to effectively and accurately capture hours worked, including overtime hours, and regularly conducting audits of timekeeping and payroll records to ensure that employers are being paid correctly. Anything else to add? I think the only other thing to add is that the federal government is also developing some wage theft legislation, so there have been some questions in the media about constitutional challenges about the state legislation, but that will be seen when it occurs. Well, thanks, Emma, for coming and talking about wage theft today. Um, I'm not sure where your money's gone, but I'm sure we'll find it eventually. I hope so. Thanks, Tim.